Hello there, brothers and sisters. I have missed you. And judging by some of the responses I've gotten lately, you have missed me as well, and I appreciate the love. Last time I said I was back, I was only like halfway back. We won't talk about it right now. You'll get the story, I'm sure, later, eventually. Um, but you know when you're just not feeling good, and instead of really facing what it is you're not feeling good about, you just run to comfort. Well, unfortunately, that's what I found myself doing. And I needed time to take a break, to reassess and to reevaluate what it is I really created this platform for. And then actually execute that instead of trying to appeal to what seems to work best or what I feel like people want to hear or trying to follow trends. I got to be true to who I am. And you can't do that when you don't feel good. So here we are. Back better than last time and still pushing. I'm sure there are some of you who can relate to that. Anyway, this episode is going to be quite different than most of the content that I've put out so far. There's not really a whole lot of personal narrative here. Uh, Not only is there not a lot of personal narrative here, there's not really a lot of fun here. As I've described in the description bar, there are a lot of there are a lot of unpopular opinions in here. And regardless if they are popular or not, they are my true genuine thoughts. And with this being my platform, I would be doing a disservice to myself if I allowed the fear of having an unpopular opinion or a few unpopular opinions steer me away from using my creation to project that into the world. Is this the direction that we will take for all episodes? No, I hope not. But really, in the first season, I gave you intimate glimpses into my story so far. I've given you personal narrative after personal narrative. And I've enjoyed it. And you've enjoyed it. I even threw some astrology in there. You definitely enjoyed that. We had some great guests. We talked about great things. And all of those things are still very integrated in what the Circle of Indigos is created to do. But times are a little different now than they were last year. Things are shifting, things are moving around at a very rapid rate. And I would be doing you a disservice if I let the fear of me having unpopular opinions keep me from sharing this information with you. I'll give a few disclaimers really throughout the whole episode, but here's the biggest disclaimer that I want to give. I am just one person and I'm a real human being and my experiences have led me to form the opinions that I have. In no way, shape or form do I need you to agree with my opinions? Do I need you to co-sign my opinions? Do I need you to validate my existence by siding with whatever it is that I'm giving you. But I encourage you to listen 
to understand and then have a conversation with me about it. The Circle of Indigos is a platform that is designed to have conversations about things that we will not address, things that we refuse to talk about or things that we don't think about as much as we need to. And with that being said, I am very excited to announce that I will be launching my website, which will include a forum for us to really start having these great, awesome conversations about the things that we talk about here and about other things that happen in the world. So I'm really excited about that. I did need to go ahead and plug that real quick, though. Also, happy Taurus season. We'll do some astrology stuff in the next episode. But this episode, really listen to it. If it ruffles your feathers, I'm happy. Because it's ruffling mine to even think about putting this out right now. (laughs) If it ruffles your feathers, I'm happy. Hopefully this will start to engage more conversation about things that we need to talk about. So that way we can start to introduce some of these grander subjects that I really want to dive into. If you haven't already, go ahead and click subscribe on SoundCloud or on iTunes, wherever you're listening. Because again, I'm going to create when I feel like creating. And if you feel like you want to stay in the loop, subscribing is the best way to get this content directly to your phone as soon as I post it. If you don't want to subscribe just yet, you can always follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on Twitter at Circle of Indigos. I'm on Instagram at The Sister Indigo. And I also have a Facebook page that I'm populating. So no content on there yet. But if you want to follow that, the Facebook handle is Sister Indigo. And you'll see my cute little face in black and white. But I've held you for quite some time on the intro. Now we are really ready to get started and get into the episode. I hope you have buckled your seatbelts. I hope you have water. I hope you have a snack and I hope that your face doesn't get too screwed up during this episode and I really 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 encourage and welcome your conversation. Happy listening. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Usually, I don't really like to talk about current events or topics in the media, but I feel like we need to talk about Kanye West. Now, before you roll your eyes and before you start making these preconceived notions, this is a warning that I may have an unpopular opinion. And that's okay if you don't side with it, it's cool. Uranus is in Taurus right now, which means that it's my time to speak up and inject all of these deeper subplots into society anyway. So if you find yourself not identifying with it, it's okay. I love you still. Always have, always will. So really quickly, if you are not somebody who takes in a lot of media, I'm going to give you a brief synopsis over the Kanye West situation So Kanye West 
Gemini musical genius, but problematic favorite, has created quite a storm for himself by making pro-Trump tweets and by wearing a Make America Great Again hat and by basically just aligning himself with Donald Trump over the past, I guess, like year or so, because I feel like at this time last year, he took a picture with Donald Trump at Trump Tower. People are really fucking pissed. That's really all I can say. People are pissed about this. And for a minute, I was too. I was pissed. I still kind of am a little pissed, which is why it's hard for me to play devil's advocate. But those of you who know me in real life know that I love playing devil's advocate and I don't mind. His tweet reads, You don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals and we have the right to independent thought. This is where the principle of duality really comes to test itself, I think, for all of us. We claim that, you know, there can be no dark without light and polarities are important and they're essential. And it's times like these that you really see where polarity can cause chaos and where it causes mass confusion. And anytime there's mass confusion, there's mass hysteria. This tweet also, I think, opens up the realm for us to have a conversation about groupthink. And again, I like playing devil's advocate. If you don't agree with me, that's beautiful. Let's have a conversation about it. You got my Twitter, you have my email, you know where to reach me. But the tweet itself reads, he is my brother, I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals and we have the right to independent thought. He literally trolled you and then made you groupthink, like did completely the opposite of what he was trying to emulate, what he was trying to personify in this tweet, which is that you really have no choice over what anybody does. You can only choose what it is you do and what it is that you attract, what it is that you embody, what it is that you bring to the human equation. Technically, we all are brothers and sisters. We're here at the same time, not for the same purpose. But we are brothers and sisters under God, under the universe, in the world, whatever you want to call it. The mob can't make me not love him. Again, that's a personal choice. I love everyone. That's a personal choice. Being that Kanye West is who he is, I think he kind of already embodies that I don't give a fuck what y'all think because you've already written me off type of attitude. It's easy for him to say something like this and to be torn apart on the internet because he literally doesn't care. But it does make me think. Can you love someone 
that you don't agree with, that you don't side with, that you don't see eye to eye with? How powerful is your ability to love? And also, is that ability to love opening a portal for us that we won't be able to turn back from? This is the danger I was talking about with the love and light and not being afraid to admit that you're afraid. Because right now I'm afraid to say what I want to say because I don't want to experience the same thing that Kanye West experienced. That's just me being honest. You can call it weak, you can call it cowardly, whatever you want, but most of us are reacting to Kanye West in the way that we are because we don't want other people to look at us as outsiders. We don't want to be Kanye West. Kanye West said we have the right to independent thought and we do and this is his independent thought this is not the group think this is not the thought of the masses this is the thought that came from his core and his being and it makes me wonder on both sides a is being too loving putting us in an arena where we accept and we tolerate everything without regard to substantial hard facts the basically disrespect of human life that's been going on under this president and then on the other side of the spectrum the other question I have to ask is are we limiting ourselves from asking real questions and from having real conversations because we are too afraid to understand what someone is saying because we don't want to be an outsider. We don't want to be outsiders. Asking myself that question, I think both of those approaches can be quite dangerous. But the one that I find to be more dangerous is groupthink. I find groupthink to be more dangerous than Kanye West saying that he loves Donald Trump. And here's why. Kanye West can say he loves Donald Trump all day and that's his brother and we can't make him hate him. That's cool. That's Kanye West. Me, as Sister Indigo, I'm like, mm, no, I'm not really down with that, but I see what you're saying. Like, good luck to you. You know, congrats to you and props to you for being able to see past his destruction and obliteration of human life to be able to say that you still love him and that you're still connected to him and to see that connection. I applaud you for that. Do you, that's your journey. And then I turn around and say, actually, no, I don't think the same way, you know, but I'm not gonna hang you on a cross for it. I find that interaction to be much more palatable than Kanye West putting out a tweet and it's a fucking rioting mob online who are creating narratives that don't really fit this tweet there is propaganda on either side of the aisle right now you're in a war whether you want to be or not just being on social media for your attention and for your energy and what I find more disturbing than Kanye West saying whatever Kanye West wants to say is that there are 
millions of other people who are using words that they just kind of created and made up, the Tumblr words, shall I say, classifying themselves as on this side or on that side, when in reality, you don't have to choose a side. You can just say or believe whatever you want. And there are even some people who I know personally who don't have a problem with what Kanye West said. Kind of like me. Like, I don't have a problem with what he said. That's Kanye West. He doesn't rule anything in my life. He doesn't have any power, really, to stop or further the progression of what Trump is doing. It doesn't even matter. And he makes good music. I'm still going to listen to his album. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Because I'm a free-thinking human being. However, I am scared that we're entering into this new era where if you have a thought that is different than the masses or a thought that is misinterpreted and misread and someone takes it and takes off with it, that the whole world will literally be against you. It's insane. Oh my God, I am understanding the Gemini connection in my life right now. Holy shit. Okay, I'm sorry. It is the duality of the Gemini. Kanye West is not the only Gemini artist who has professed views that people don't agree with. Y'all are just now getting on board with Kendrick Lamar. Literally just, like five minutes ago. Not comparing Kanye's tweet to Kendrick, but the Gemini connection right now. There's something so special about how a Gemini is able to separate themselves from emotional charges in order to look at facts and to see a picture that's bigger than just the smaller details. Again, devil's advocate here because I think that this is still dangerous because the man is a propaganda machine. Trump is. And Kanye West feeding into it, I fear what that means for the rest of us but my fear is that there are no more original thoughts left that there are no more original people left my fear is that we've created these silos and these groups we've created these influential leaders on this cyberspace that are unintentionally creating all of us to be the same mind. And when I come on here and I talk about the same mind and we're all connected in one consciousness, a collective consciousness, I don't mean it to mean that we literally all have the same opinion. I don't mean it to mean that we all have the same thought and that we're all bound to the same creeds. I don't mean that in that way. I mean it in the way, really, that Kanye is referring to in his tweet. I don't agree with everything anyone does because that's what makes us individuals and we have the right to independent thought. And you can agree to disagree, which is fine. But make sure that when you're disagreeing, it's based on values and principles that you personally believe. Don't let somebody else have enough power over you 
to change your mind about someone, to sway your views, to make you put all of this hatred energy out there because they wrote a think piece that you might resonate with. Hell, even me right now, anything that I say, I'm expressing it to give you a different perspective. But don't listen to me either. Research for yourself and make your own conclusion. And if you side with the other side, cool, but stand in it and know that that was the conclusion that you came to on your own before being led to it. Same thing with me. If you resonate with me, cool, but don't let me explaining it to you right now be the only basis for why you agree with me. Do your own research. Form your own opinion. Stand in your shit. Stand in your truth. And then let that be what guides you. And also realize that a tweet, a picture, these are all mind games. And that's really why I wanted to do this devil's advocate piece because at the bottom underlying root of all of this, all of this is mind games. Our president is a Twitter troll. He's a reality TV show star who's been bankrupt more times than I can even imagine and is obliterating the country both covertly and directly. Our government is influencing you to think that we're on the brink of a race war. We're on the brink of losing all our resources. We're on the brink of war. And then to distract you from all of that, they throw you Kanye West. And what do you do? You just fucking eat it. You just eat it. And now you can't think about anything else. You can't talk about anything else. Don't let these mind games distract you from what you're supposed to be doing right now. We're creating a new world. And this is what y'all want to create it with? Groupthink? Mob mentality? Internet lynching? This is what you want to bring to the new world? You want to manifest this negativity that you're spewing? Over someone's opinion who, according to y'all, y'all canceled a long time anyway. So if you canceled him a long time anyway, why does it matter what he said? Wake up. Get off your phone. And go be with people who matter. Go share opinions with people who actually fucking matter to you. What does it matter if he supports Trump? Do you support Trump? Do your friends support Trump? Do you guys respect human life? Are you guys being fair and equal with each other? What does it matter what Kanye West said? That's what makes this devil's advocate piece so funny to do. And this is really a tough love wake-up call because I'm really tired of us spending all of our time and our days focused on celebrity culture. Celebrities are powerful and they're influential. Yes, they are. Look at Beyonce. And they're both light and dark, good, bad, healthy, unhealthy, crazy, stable, all types of celebrities and all things for you to identify with. But what do you believe? What do you believe? Me personally, I really wish this tweet wasn't about Trump because this tweet is resonant. 
You don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. Nowhere did he say he agreed, endorsed any of that. And Kanye West is a troll. He will troll us and troll Trump. Like, don't even front about that. We know who this guy is. And again, if you canceled him already, why do you care? Wake up. You are losing a battle that you didn't really sign up for. But nonetheless, you're playing in it and you're losing miserably. In my mind, this is a test. How easily can you be swayed? How easily is it for you to join the popular mentality? How easy is it for you to look at something, judge it, and go out there and direct your energy towards it? I want to talk about energy and we'll get there. But know that anything you put your attention to, whether it be a thought, a word, a tweet, hell, even me doing this podcast right now, where your energy goes If that person knows how to harvest your energy appropriately, which the powers that be do know how to do, and they're already doing, ahem, Facebook, ahem, you're going to be losing a battle that you're not even aware you're fighting. And it's a battle for your mind. Wake up. Kanye West is insignificant to who you are as a human being. You can try to spin it as he's damaging the community. He's damaging the perceptions of people around you. Maybe if you spent more time off of your computer screen and actually in your community, you'd be able to see that your community actually isn't dying and that there's a lot of room to thrive. There's a lot of room for you. We need you. But instead you're attacking Kanye West on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram any platform you can get your hands on. We need you to wake up. We need you off your phone. We need you to stop playing these games. We need you. It's time to stop being afraid of having the unpopular opinion and to stand in a truth that you truly identify and believe in. Because we need you to know what you believe in so that you can go into your communities and actually do the work. We are ready for you. The kids, they're ready for you. We need your guidance. We need your wisdom. But in order for you to give that to us, we need you to shift your attention back to what is really important. And that is you. I love you. Can't wait to talk to you when you hit my inbox with your thoughts on the subject. And I'll highlight some of those thoughts on the next episode. So I love you. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. What's going on, brothers and sisters? It's been a crazy couple of weeks, not gonna lie. I decided to take a break and step back and reevaluate what I really wanna communicate about. 
And I think it's important that I share the more unsavory things that we choose not to talk about. The things that we choose to mask in the whole love and light thing in order to dismantle our fears or at least to distract from them. A lot of us think being scared is a bad thing. That being afraid means that you are succumbing to fear and fear is of a low vibration, which is true. When you succumb to fear, you do start vibrating lower. It's part of that, you know, nature's adage. They say the animals smell fear. They don't smell it, they feel it. They can feel your vibration better than you can. Cats especially, that's why most people hate cats because they're so mischievous and they'll hurt you and they bite you and stuff. No, they just know that you're afraid of them. So they're gonna use it to their advantage and torture you accordingly. A cat is still going to feel the fear on you whether or not you decide you want to namaste or om it out. You can't fool the vibrations. When you are afraid, you just are, and it's okay. Succumbing to fear and admitting your fear, two different things. And right now, I would say it's a high time for people to admit that they are afraid. I'd rather you go ahead, brothers and sisters, and admit that you are afraid now, rather than wait until danger is at your doorstep to fully realize it because you've been suppressing it with love and light. Sorry for the weird button clickings and globs of paint you might hear through the microphone, I decided to do my nails because it seems that I produce my best work when I am absolutely multitasking. So welcome to my nail shop. Back to the subject at hand. It's okay to be afraid right now. There's a lot of shit going on and it is not isolated. If you really look at what's going on, the events that are going on right now, they're not isolated. They are not confined to one racial group. They are not confined to one age group. The hate is abound and it is abundant and it has no boundaries. The mischief is abound even in our governments and most of these ploys are actually coming directly from them. The true puppet masters of our countries and even they are being directed by even larger puppet masters. And if you're aware, you know this. And here's my notice for all of you. If you are not already awake, go back to sleep. And I mean it in the most loving way possible. If you are not already awake, or at least trying to be, go back to sleep. Because it's going to be more comfortable for you that way. Because those of us who are realizing what is happening, those of us who have been researching, those of us who have been actively trying to seek deeper meaning behind all of these things, We cannot afford to slow down at this point in time. 
which means that there are a lot of people who will need to do the work on their own. I did the work on my own. I felt crazy on my own. I had people tell me that I was a conspiracy theorist on my own. I'll probably get a few of those comments from this episode as well. That's okay, I'll stand in my crazy because there is nothing more unbelievable than the truth. And the truth of the matter is, brothers and sisters, we are encountering a war for humanity. I'll say it again, we're encountering a war for humanity against forces that are not human. And when I say not human, I mean to be a human means that you are part man and part divine. You are part soul and part body. The forces we are working against are not human. And you can take that how you want to take it. It doesn't make me any difference. But the forces we are working against are not human. They are not rational. They do not appeal to emotion. And their sole job is to make sure that you are vibrating low enough to where you can succumb to their will. There are many ways that they can and will and have been making people succumb to their wills. And we see this on bigger scale events such as mass shootings. That's the big thing right now. Mass shootings, police brutality, justice isn't really being served. (laughs) Now for a lot of us, people of color, we like to point this back to a racial issue. And for many, it may be. It may be a race issue. But what a lot of people are not understanding, because they are not yet as aware as they think they are, is that this is a war on humanity. This is further dividing people from each other and forcing us to choose a side. It's forcing us to choose a side. The unfortunate part about this, but fortunate for us, many of our sides are actually very blended. I don't know about you, um, but I'm mixed. I have cousins who are mixed. My family and I look nothing alike. And if somebody was to come up to me and say, hey, the race war has started. Um, If you are black or identify as black or you look black, anything like that, um, your sole mission is to kill white people. And I don't care if they're related to you or whatever. We got to rise up against white people and we got to kill them. Y'all gonna have to take me because I'm not killing my family. Y'all are gonna have to take me because I'm not killing my family. And really, until that trouble comes to my front doorstep, y'all really not gonna see me picking up a gun to kill anybody. 
Because fundamentally, I have more faith in humanity than the news would like to depict for us. Yeah, there are a lot of racist white people out there, without a fucking doubt. I'm not even mixed with white, so I'll leave. I'll just speak for what I know. There are a lot of racist Hispanics out there. Absolutely. Anti-black till the day they die. It's racist black people out here too. Just, you know, by definition, they tend to skirt around the word racist because they don't have any positions of power, structures to deny people access to all those things that people say tell themselves they're not racist. They're racist people on every side of the aisle. Prejudice is a human factor. It's a human trait. It's a learned behavior based on experience, okay? This whole he's racist, she's racist thing, that shit is old. It's played out, okay? We get it. It's been played. And that's not to take away from the seriousness of the effects of systemic racism and oppression of all groups. Because when one group is racist towards another, we all lose. And I don't think any of you really realize that. With the way that people speak to each other and about each other, about these crimes against other humans. When one of us is prejudiced against the other, we all fucking lose. And until you really get hip to that, we're going to lose the war for humanity. Trying to be sensitive here. Trying to be sensitive to those of us who are not ready to grasp this concept yet, but honestly, I'm just going to have to talk over your head at this point because it can't wait. It can't wait. I've been stuck trying to figure out what I'm going to put out next for this podcast because I have so many things that I feel that are going to upset people or go over their heads or make people feel a violent, visceral reaction with me. And you know, Mercury Retrograde showed me that I honestly don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care that much. So if you're not resonating with this message, I still love you. I'll always love you. Always be here for you. All those things. Come back when the episode's a little more fun, I guess. Um, But I'm going to keep talking over your head. This war for humanity... is ingrained very deeply into the very shadows of our society. And when I say the shadows of our society, I mean our government specifically. Our governments are at the forefront of all of this turmoil that is happening. Our governments are responsible for what we see in the media. Our governments are responsible for what we are able to ingest And here in just a moment, with the end of net neutrality, which just ended yesterday, 4-23, they're going to control what it is that we ingest. Now, not only are they going to control, they've been controlling it. You guys have seen this whole Facebook thing with Mark Zuckerberg play out. Do you think that Facebook really is the only entity that is spying on you? that is insulting your privacy rights as an American citizen, speaking specifically to Americans here, do you think that you are safe just as long as you don't use Facebook? 
I bet you use Amazon. I know that you probably use Google. I know that you have multiple voice recognition systems in your house, whether it be an Alexa or a Google Home or even just an Amazon Fire Stick with the little microphone button at the top. And even more simple than that, you have a phone that you keep on at all times. It's probably connected to Wi-Fi as well. Yeah, all of those things are being used to collect information about you. Why do we need to collect information about you? We need to see where your head is at. And when I say we, I mean the powers that be, these big tech companies that are helping the government to spy on you. We need to use your information to figure out how to manipulate the algorithms to get you to do, say, and be exactly what we want you to. And if you don't believe me, that's fine. You can think I'm a nut job all you want. But before you come to a conclusion for your own sake, because I don't need convincing, if you need convincing, you can go and look up all of these beautiful resources through the big Google. And you can look up all of the cases against Facebook manipulating your feed. You can look up also the stories about Instagram withholding your likes so that you can continue to come back and feel that dopamine rush when you get a notification. You can also look up the multiple security breaches and turning over illegally of hard evidence that has been found with Apple. You don't have to be a criminal in order for people to collect your information. You don't have to be a suspect. None of it. You're literally just who you are, doing what you like to do, liking things, sharing things, sharing your opinion, commenting on things, and those things get recorded into a big internet digital file of yours, marked by your various IP addresses, Tells people where you're located, how you're feeling. Sometimes they'll even just tap your mic just to see what you're doing for the day. If you don't believe me, you can ask Google. I don't want to explain that to you. I'm just here to warn you against it. Because you're playing a game that you don't even realize that you're in. You didn't really sign up for until you hit I accept the terms and conditions. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to admit that you're afraid. And fear doesn't always look as cowardice as you think it does. Fear sometimes looks like anger. Fear sometimes looks like denial. Fear sometimes looks like oblivion, bliss, trying to be blissfully ignorant. That's what fear looks like. It's okay to admit that you're afraid. I'd rather you admit that you're afraid now and take steps into managing that fear and producing something productive out of it than to just cover it up and wait until the world comes down on your head. Because the world that we're in right now is changing. And it's changing so rapidly that you can't even keep up. 
There are so many things that I want to dive into over the next few episodes. So much research. So many parallels to draw between. And it's not always going to feel good. Of course, you know, I also like to have fun. I also like to talk about the other things I study. So we'll have a little fun here and there. But it's really high time that those of us who are aware and awake to stay awake, to stay aware. I'd rather you admit that you're afraid and take steps towards working on it. than to be completely blissfully unaware and let the world crash down on your head. And even if it does, it's cool. Like we never die. We never, ever die. Ever, 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 ever. Speaking of never dying, I have some homework for you. Should you choose to accept this homework challenge? It's not a bad thing. It's not even a big thing, really. Some of you have probably already done it. But if you haven't, I encourage you to go listen to the album No One Ever Really Dies by NERD. There are a lot of Easter eggs in there. A lot of hidden messages. And I want to I want to have a discussion about it. What it is that I see. Hear what it is you see. So that we can stay awake. You think it's hard right now to keep focused? Wait until the turmoil really starts to get more turbulent. It's going to be more turbulent. So, I love you. Um, if you hung on this long, tweet me the alien emoji. <laughs> I love to see when you guys are listening. You can tweet me at Circle of Indigos, or you can leave the alien emoji comment in the SoundCloud comments. Keep your eyes open, because nothing is as it seems. <laughs>